Welcome to Mixed Up Confusion. Man, and it's a killing me. There's just too many people. And they're all too hard to please. Ooh, I was excited. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> All right, this is our, uh, I don't know any other word for it, an after show. We, we're recording this after we recorded what you listened to on Monday. Or if you haven't listened to, please go listen to. Um, you, you'll basically get sort of an overview of what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be talking a little bit more in depth about our recommendations. We're going to be talking about things that matter in culture or just in music in general, just more deep dives. And you get to learn more about uh, yours truly and, and Kelly. I think that's the best part. Uh, we wanted to make sure the two things were different, but sort of linked. So this is Mixed Up Confusion, a sign on the window production. So Kelly, we left us uh, we left us uh, in limbo. Let's go over again once more. What were our recommendations for the week? Um, I recommended uh, the web series called... Mm. And something else I can't remember. How to Get Away with Murder. How we literally just murder. finished this. <laughs> uh in the internet and the internet yes Giant caveat yes so let's let's get right into the internet because that's something that we definitely wanted to to talk about so kelly i would like to know more about it because i kind of know a little bit but not enough so for everybody out there who hasn't listened to it uh, let's do that right now i spent last summer listening to the third album by a band called the internet uh which is ego death and I have a lot of feelings about that <laughs> band, okay. and it ties into what we talked about today and separating art from artists. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I have a lot of feelings about this band, the internet, is because it's made up of members, former members of a group called Odd Future, which if you're not familiar, is a hip hop group um, that is fronted by a man called Tyler, the creator. And I have nothing but loathsome feelings towards him and that group in general. They are hate mongering violence inciting uh terrible people for the most part i mean but the thing is like sid the kid and i i'm not sure about the i don't know why i don't know this and the bandmates in um the internet are from odd feature and so is frank ocean um whom i also love dearly so it's like this the weird dichotomy of sid the kid who is a black lesbian, which is in and of itself for a black lesbian to make it to, to be successful in the music world is like, thank God that's fucking out there for me to consume. Yeah. And her, I mean, you can read their music videos are also incredibly problematic because all of the problems around odd future and Tyler, the creator and by extension, uh, said the kid and, and the internet is they are incredibly homophobic and promote violence against women weird yeah i know but see this is why this this is why this is actually really personal to me it goes beyond even the conversation of the artist versus the art yeah uh because i was i was her i remember she's also much younger than me well not much she's like 10 years younger than me that's much younger you're only you know yeah <laughs> so, yeah we're ancient at this point i remember though i Mix remember CDs, kelly mix CDs. cds i mean i remember done. being 18 19 even more recently like being a terrible misogynist, like being a person who loved women but hated women, who hated myself because I've grown up in a society that like 
you should feel bad about yourself and you should treat women a certain way. And that way is like garbage. So I feel for her because she grew up not only in this world, in this country where we just do that by default, but in a group that has extremist, terrible views on how you should treat women and gay people. And for her to be not only in that environment, but then to carry it on. Like she doesn't the lyrics in, in the internet. They're not like that. They're not like odd future, but their music videos promote violence against women. And they're just like, I feel for her because one day she's going to look back on this and cringe the same fucking way that I do the same way when I'm alone by myself. And I think about all the shitty things I've done. She's going to have that moment. And it's been recorded for her. Like, at least I don't have to look at those memories or hear those memories. She's like something like that. (laughs) Like the beautiful Dylan. uh, Why is his chest so exposed? I know. I know. It's bad. (laughs) He really should have committed to growing a beard. Or shaving off and that. And he's had a beard a couple times. It's been pretty okay. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, the 80s, you gotta look like you're about to take some cocaine just straight up. He needs, he looks like he needs a pick-me-up. He looks real sad. That's a really rough photo. It's I bad. just gotta say. He probably recorded Blind Willie McTell that day. I feel like I he don't didn't know, even know it. <laughs> about, about Bob Dylan's music to know this for sure. But I feel like the ups and downs of his music are almost like the ups and downs of the photographs that have been taken of him. Because, Ooh. oh my gosh. Yeah, there were really some highs and really some lows. Yeah, it's true. But anyways, <laughs> but still, I mean, you you, you got to think of posterity in some way. But I don't know when you have a, I think as a as a youth, I've been a youth before. I mean, you have this idea that not only you're right, but you're also invincible. I mean, this is you're right. We're all going to look back and cringe and, and be really regretful. And that's, I think, a part of what you do as an adult, too. And it sucks. Yeah, you're right. It sucks because it exists and mm-hmm. you're going to have to. Live with it. Yeah, the invincibility of being young is just like, whatever. Well, and you're not thinking. I mean, that's really it. That's oh, true. Anyway, so I I really enjoy the music of the internet. I don't know how I feel about the people that are creating it. I mean, I do know how I feel about Odd Future, and I do know how I feel about Tyler, the creator. But Sid the Kid, to me, is like somebody I want to just give a hug and tell her, like, you know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. It's better when you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you it's better when you don't. But I don't know. You should find her and give her a hug. That's what the world needs is more hugs. Oh, just like a quick aside thing that I thought about. Not aside. Completely relevant thing. Uh, I was always really uncomfortable with the word lesbian, too, and I never knew why. And then I started thinking about it and tease it apart because my philosophy on life is if you're really uncomfortable with something, you should really, really explore that. And I think that's a lot of problems where people hate other groups of people carte blanche for no reason. Like, because you're there's something there that you need to figure out about yourself because you need to let that stuff go. And that was, for me, I didn't like the word lesbian because it meant woman. And I didn't like that about me because that was lesser. And that's how I treated every woman that was ever around me, that I was somehow this other thing. I'm not like them. And I'm better than them. And it's bizarre and wrong yeah. and horrible for a person who dates women or just a person in the world, period, because you sure. shouldn't <laughs> treat women like that. You shouldn't treat people like that. Right. You're not lesser. But the end. For, <laughs> but in for you, it, that shit was like so, so ingrained. I mean, it's such a weird thing knowing you for five years now. That person before is so different from where it is now. And that's also part of it. It's, it is growing up. I mean, it's not hard to ask young people, we were talking on the way over, to not beat their girlfriends almost to death. Like, there are levels where... That shit is never going to be excusable. But when you're, you know, like you're growing up in this culture and you're sort of casually sort of mirroring it, but not in a satirical way where you know what you're doing. You're basically just doing it because that's how it's done. That's the follies of youth. Those are the things that 
it, that's it's a weird line that you have to draw with yourself where it's like you know that they're young you know that they're figuring it out and you either stick with them or you don't and that's more on you too like are you at an age where you want to start watching a kid sort of grow up and see if it ever changes or do you want to change the channel and just sort of you know stay with people that are your age it's a hard thing to do because you talk about a chris brown like there's no there's no saving something like that not only is he a terrible piece of shit all around but i mean for me his music sucks for other people it's not that's probably pretty difficult for people how to do it how do you and then you almost like are making a statement in a way even if you have chris brown on because then there becomes questions do you condone this or do you not right and, and they might not even be thinking about that and and then you're in a conversation or you're even in a clash that you never invited because you're just playing the spotify mix that spotify decided it was fine or money decided it was fine people out there decided it was fine you know it's like algorithms today are gonna bring those things up i mean chuck berry just died that dude did reprehensible thing he went to jail for him yeah. and how do you how do you do it you know, do you judge people by the standards of today on the past? I don't think so. But in the present, yeah, I think you judge Chris Brown. And, you know, I feel for you. That's sucks. That's a tough spot to be in. I think it's tough for anybody that has, you know, appreciates the art of somebody, but the artist is reprehensible. Well, I think Powerbottom is the one oh, yeah. that we mentioned right off the bat. I mean, I was I was stoked for that record before it came out, you know, hearing it early. And I loved the first album and I loved their message. I loved everything about it. And I listened to Pageant on the day it came out and it was awesome. And then literally hours after that stuff hit and it's jarring and I don't know what the answer is to it, you know, and the music is, is gone. I think a little bit of it's, it's back, but when you're so blatantly, you know, going against everything that you aspire to as a band and write songs about, and then you have something like that, that is a hard one to reconcile. It's those fine lines that people walk and it's the way things were always done and shouldn't be done. And who's getting privilege over someone else and the situations that bands as they get big find themselves in the problem is there isn't an answer like that is no answer i I guess it depends on your point of view it some people would say if they do something terrible they are terrible and therefore there is no uh redeeming quality you should not be listening you should not be consuming anything they create because the person is is poisoned but 100 percent, that's easier for someone to say that doesn't like the thing that's being in question that's true and if that person, and that's who this were question is for, what, yeah, exactly. If you were to ask that person who would have that vehement, that hardcore vehemence about that, um, it's so easy to break apart because you can just ask them who are your top three favorite writers, top three favorite artists, and you could find something about every single one of them, oh, yeah. and then say, well, why are you consuming it? Why have you? And then they're on the defensive, and then you're in that weird situation that we always find ourselves in in this world today, which is that everyone has to like you know get into these conflicts with people there is no answer unless you are that person because then you can just if you're attacking something that you don't like in the first place it's super easy so easy so i guess the only the only responsible thing to do which is how i want to lead my life is just be responsible for my own actions and my own thoughts and how i conduct myself is to not have conflict but to have discourse to acknowledge the things that are terrible about the thing that you like and to accept the criticism like as gracefully as you can Mm-hmm. and not be, rush to refute it. That's the thing. People get so defensive. Mm-hmm. And then that I th- reads as acceptance. When you are defensive about this thing, that to me says that you're excusing behavior that is reprehensible. When and really, could, they might not be e- yeah. either. They might just be on... They because it's the thing like they love. Yeah. Exactly. And they might feel like they're put on the, and they need to just knee-jerk do it. Right. Or just yeah. to acknowledge, like, you're right. 
I can't help it though. I really like this thing. I mean, I'm I don't condone those actions. I tell you, like, it just can't help that this I know, is I something I love. It's it's we'll never have an answer. No. There's no there's never going to be a satisfying answer. I should no. say to that. There's a quick and easy answer on either side. Yeah, exactly. But That's there's true. not a satisfying one. Yeah, I think the separation keeping two minds of a thing, keeping the artist on one side, the music on the other, and never never take them away from each other but never make all of the music the whole person i have a lot of feelings about it the end i thought it was 63 but what the fuck do i know but anyway, so how many keys does your have? Oh, well, so roughly half of it. It's got two octaves. I think a keyboard, an actual like piano has six octaves. Okay. So it's a third the size. So you're saying a live show is out of the picture for now until we buy you a big ass keyboard. No, until I learn play. how to play the piano. All right. Well, why, when are you going to learn how to play piano? Never. I, why would I need to? Because it's awesome. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Don't you want to be a part of a folk countercultural movement? There's a reason why. I are you a communist or not? Oh, God. There's a reason I never picked up the drums or the piano because I can't separate my hands. I can't do one thing with my left hand. Like guitar is different because it's like I don't know. You're, I agree. Like, I agree. But I can't do that. I can't. I can't like, do drums. Yeah. Because eventually my left hand just starts doing the same exact thing. But my left hand's useless. I don't know, man. It's just, just chop it off. And then you have to play with only your right. Then hand. I'll have my stump beat. Main lead over here. A stump beat. You could um, uh, program your your mechanical hand to do. The stuff. How cool will that be? That would be it really just cool. knows the song and it's playing over here on its own. Or I could just get a player piano. Like in Westworld. What did you listen to this week, Daniel? I listened to uh, a couple of records. I listened to a lot of our playlists, which is fantastic. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But uh, I recommended last week Captain We're Sinking, uh, The King of No Man. It's like a, it's a punk band from, I want to say, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, and they kind of uh, come and go. Every five years or so, they practice crop up with something new and and really fucking awesome love it um and i also listen to bob dylan's the cutting edge volume 12 the bootleg series uh and then i also finished veep silicon valley and i started better cross Saul. so i've been in a tv mode it's been kind of nice out here it's not 100 degrees anymore so yeah. when i come home i can just sit in bed and like just kind of consume consume and then go to bed and go to work All right, so to close this out, let's talk about our playlist. Now, the best way to wrap your head around this, everybody, is that we are going to be premiering. This week in particular, we are going to be listening to Little Maggie. That episode's going to air on Monday. It is Thursday. We are going to make that playlist live for you right now. So if you go on to our Spotify and you search for See That My Playlist Is Kept Clean, go to our website. It's going to be the only Spotify link right there on the main screen. Subscribe every single week. That playlist will be cleansed and put uh, with whatever song that we're doing. We'll probably just put a placeholder of the song and then we will fill in as we go forward. So you will never not know what song we're on because we're going to keep doing it. So this week, as of right now, little Maggie is going to be there, but we are going to be discussing what you've been listening to this whole week. The international sensation that is sign on the window. Everyone's been talking about our playlist. So let's do a little quick overview of just what we were thinking. So this is last week's nobody except you. The theme that I want to, that I saw was that we pretty much went with nobodies and no ones. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's like you can almost control F and find songs that said nobody and no one. Who would do that? Who would do something like that? So anyways, let's let's go through some of our, our choices. So Kelly, if you want to go first. Full disclosure, we totally look for songs that say nobody in them. But also full disclosure, I we know songs that say the, the thing that we want. We obviously have things in mind. I mean, as soon as I listen to a song every week that we pick, I, I think of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what goes on there first. And then we scrounge around a little bit. But the first thing I thought about was Keith Sweat. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even know what he's sweating. Well, I just, every once in a while, I'll just be minding my own business and be like, nobody, baby. And I was like, ah, nobody. That's a nobody song. Sweet. And I don't know why. That song means nothing to me. <laughs> I just, it just happened a lot in my childhood for some reason. That's incredible. And uh, the the song from The Office that, no, no, oh, yeah. no, no, no. That also immediately came That was incredible. I was listening to that with one headphone in, and I was like, this is a weird because it is oh like a weird stereo mix it's huh? a stereo mix and, and it the whole song is over here on the left side oh. so if you're just hitting with the right headphone in no 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 you gotta get that in because otherwise you're just hearing the guy boogaloo <laughs> shake shake <laughs> jimmy Damn it. yeah and i was like wow that's a weird cut i was <laughs> like maybe this is a weird the, the original version a is, minimalist is version of the song yeah and i i keep extend i mean i'm i'm a, i have lots and lots and lots and lots of music and so when I go through, I, I keep it basically by years. So everything, as I listen to music, I just throw it into a huge list. So I just went through my like 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015 list. And I, and I searched it, I'll admit to it. And it was fun because I got to pull out a lot of stuff that I just haven't listened to in a long time. I mean, things like Fall Out Boy, I don't even listen to them, but nobody puts Baby in a Corner. Like that song was dope. Um, love that one. Um, we did a couple of ver- uh, you know covers of Nobody Except You, but then Courtney Barnett. Uh, I put on there Brian Fallon, Nobody Wins. I love that song. Everything's Amazing and Nobody's Happy by Anchors, a great punk band that closed out the playlist this week beyond our recommendations. DJ Khalid. Yeah, see, that was one of the ones I searched. But Trey Songs, I was like, I think I know who that person is. See, I don't know who Trey Songs is, but I do know DJ Khalid, but I don't I don't listen to him at all. Yeah. Isn't he just like a, like, he's like a DJ, like, right? And, and a producer, and he raps. Does he? Okay, I don't. I don't know. I just assume he was like Funkmaster Flex, where like he would just have, like he's with Rockefeller and like Jay Z just comes on and just, you know, he just shouts, you know, Funkmaster Flex, like a hype man who you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can buy. I mean, I owned a Funkmaster Flex CD that was just other people rapping over. Well, yeah. What would be maybe his beats? Yeah. Po- you know, or more than likely. Okay, so DJs are one of two things. Well, sometimes they're both, right? They're either people that are producing from the gate, everything, every sound, every beat, everything, uh, including sampling other work. But it's it's they're putting it all together. They're composing a track, right? Yeah. yeah. And then there's DJs who play weddings, who just play songs, and and, and oh, not just yeah. that. I mean, that's that's undercutting a lot. But like, who will be at a club and, and actually mixing other people's music together to form kind of a new thing? But it's still not wholly their own creation. Right. So, well, but yeah, it could be the mixing or, I mean, literally even the person just playing Spotify playlist. I mean, even creating a playlist, you're in a sense, kind of a DJ. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess there's tears. There is tears. There are weddings, wedding DJs. Elijah Wood is a DJ. And I, if you denigrate Elijah Wood, I'm going to have to leave this podcast. Is that a real thing you just told me? No, he's a DJ. Yeah. No. See, that's denigration. So is John Davis of Corn. So. No, but but it's like, but there's a difference between people doing what we do, which is putting songs that we've enjoyed on Spotify playlists, and going out <laughs> to search for like 
Brazilian funk and like, like I watched the thing with Elijah Wood on, I think it was vice where they did like a record collection and that dude is just wall to wall music and mm-hmm. records. And like, you know, that's how he spins everything. It's cool. like with the record, I feel like there's integrity to that. Oh, I think no, that anybody's sitting there that's with like a, um, mp3 a, a i know it's a weird thing it's yeah. like because people who just literally set, press play on a playlist will call themselves a dj but then there's also people who are essentially just playing records but there's there is a skill to even just timing it correctly when you introduce a new track or when you're going to go to sample something and i mean there are levels is what i'm saying there are and you know what i think that we have passed all of those levels i think <laughs> in terms of djs we pretty much bring it we're definitely the best playlist for bob dylan themed podcasts out there sure like bonobo's a dj right but he makes all of his own shit like yeah so you can call somebody who's literally producing their tracks from the ground up a dj but then you can call somebody who presses play on a computer a dj too like so yeah dj khalid i guess i've learned a lot so i would say he's a producer probably probably producer more like a rick ross figure i feel like oh maybe he didn't do much of his own producing okay see and rick ross i know raps and has had records with just him but looking at khalid i just clicked on it i'm like every song is just like star-studded notes everybody he's also a bit of an internet sensation he makes funny videos all right so i've missed that entire boat so in terms of the (laughs) song itself do was there a favorite version of the song because we sprinkle in i think we had what we had um we had 16 horsepower oh that one was terrible Oh, was it? Just I, I kind of don't remember them. I guess that's the point. Wilder Atkins. He was just a mm. random country guy. Uh, and then Jack Savorty. Sav- that one, I think. That was nice. He had a nice voice. I liked I it. I the Woody Guthrie song. Which was oh, not I ain't a got cover. nobody? No, no. <laughs> All right. Signing off from the apartment. Little Maggie is live. So please go listen there uh, to the song. And if you guys have any suggestions or anything like that, we are a real podcast. Did not say that at the end of the last episode. Oh my god, we are a real podcast. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you baited me at the beginning of this. Did I already say that? Shit. I feel like you baited me because you were like, "This is a I production forgot. of Sign on the Window," and you just that. stared at me. I was like, "Do you want me to say of the We're a Real Podcast Network?" Because I will, Daniel. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to add that into the other one. Part of the We're a Real Podcast. All right, we're a real podcast, as we've said before. And you can't prove otherwise. <laughs> so follow us, SOTWpod.com, your best source for literally everything. Every single recording, every song, every playlist, everything that we do is right there at your fingertips. You can tweet at us, SOTWpod. You can Tumblr message us at SOTWpod. You can Facebook message us at, tum- at Tumblr.com. <laughs> Facebook.tumblr.instagram.com. Yeah. I guess we there. I had a, I had to sign up for Pinterest to find what? a to find a, a Bob Dylan picture that I wanted. So now we have a Pinterest. So there's Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can access that from Tumblr.com. What does your pin board consist of? That one Bob Dylan song or picture you found? <laughs> yes. It's amazing. But I guess it's SOTW Pod. So there you go. If you're into that, we probably have Google Plus. <laughs> oh, Google Hangouts. Right, they're getting rid of G Chat, so you can Google Hangout us. Uh-huh. On Tumblr.com. And we're real. We're real people. So if you have any suggestions for Little Maggie or have like a really great version or you yourself have one, I would love to be able to put you on on blast in Ooh, some way. that's a great ad. Yeah. yeah. Send us your version of Little Maggie. We'll yeah. We'll really play some we, of it. We love it. Yeah. And, and if we didn't sort of live in weird apartment buildings that were built in like the 
the 1800s. <laughs> I would be busting out my guitar and probably trying to play some stuff. But hopefully in the future, we ourselves will be doing that as well. And, and we definitely want to hear from you. And if you guys do that, please. I mean, I think I, I think somebody did, um, I want to say Ring Them Bells. And I, I put up a cover of it um, on, our, on, on our Tumblr. So, yeah, please, if you, if you know shit, let me know. Uh, I do search all of this stuff um, before. So maybe I'll run into you at some point and, you know, I, I just kind of link to our stuff. So anyways, uh, this is the end of episode one of Mixed Up Confusion. I know that you're mixed up and confused, but little Maggie is live. We are not going to be live anymore. We're turning off our microphones and we're going to sleep. So yep. see you on Monday for uh, little Maggie and then we'll see what, what else is next. I'm 30. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.